ladies and gentlemen welcome to the virat show and with us we have gladson peter who's known as the one man band of india you might have heard people playing instruments you might have also heard people playing two instruments at the same time like singing or maybe playing a guitar but have you ever heard someone playing over 13 instruments at the same time and gracefully performing for you here is gladson peter welcome to the virat show gladson thank you so much virat it's it's an honor being here playing an instrument itself is a difficult task like it's been so many years i've been struggling to learn guitar and then there is you uh-huh. who play around 13 instruments at the same time so how does the body really function like you know people say that you can't do more than three things at the same time i i doubt that after watching your videos and see you perform so what's the entire <laughs> chemistry and biology that uh, you know comes into the picture over here because i feel it takes a lot of focus and concentration but i've also seen you perform where you are just performing and it feels like okay this guy is doing it so easily and gracefully how is it even possible so to begin with i would like to know like how did you start with you know thinking i would become a musician and the story behind like picking up 13 instruments gradually right so i think there are a lot of sections to this and i will try to keep it for uh, each of the sections because uh, most times when i just start an answer it's very interrelated and i might just go in one flow but let me try to answer in bits so that you can uh, put it on for each question all right sure so but first of all thank you so much for having me on the show that those were really really kind words and uh, i don't deserve them <laughs> but here i am listening to uh, so many people talk and thank you so much bro uh, superb i'm going to uh jump straight into into this uh, into the answer for this particular uh, question which is how do you do it more than with more than three things at the same time three functions if i may break it down uh so quite honestly i did not know this was possible i i if by any chance anyone has read or come across this as this was my childhood dream that is false because i have seen stuff online and uh, uh it wasn't my childhood dream i did not know any of this my childhood dream was to become a drummer a pastor like my dad and a cool biker all right these are the three things i wanted to do and in the midst of this i was always inclined towards playing the drums so the drums are my first love now i started playing music when i was like 3 to 4 years old with a toy keyboard and i figured that i didn't really enjoy it as much so i started taking spoons and forks uh, in my house and you know making my own drum kit the utensils or if i didn't get the utensils just bang wherever <laughs> you know feel like a drummer <laughs> like a rock star or stuff like that uh but the instrument just instruments just kept increasing uh, year after year because of my curiosity and passion towards uh, music now music for me was not uh, it had nothing to do with how what i had heard outside because it was completely different for me the sheer fact that i was able to express uh, some emotion of mine via these actions and these sounds was music to me and um, when i was in college uh, by the time i was in college i was already playing about 35 instruments or so i don't really have the exact number i didn't keep count but uh, once once i figured i kept a count 
and what basically happened is uh, my uh, professor she asked us to uh, do an assignment uh, where you could either do a poetry do a poem recite a poem or you could sing a song and to sing a song you you had your the artist which you had to choose from uh, choose was only uh, bob dylan now here's the thing i had come back to college after failing three times in my 12th standard and when i came back i wanted to do different things and stuff like that so i was like okay you know what this time i'm going to do a poem but my professor caught me and she was like no gladson you are a musician i know you uh, don't think i don't know you uh, you should do a song for everyone i said no ma'am i don't want to do it and uh, she was like what happened what's the matter i said everyone's doing bob dylan i don't want to do the same thing you know if i want to do i i would prefer something different she introduced me to an artist called billy joel and i have never heard of billy joel before as soon as i got home i googled for billy joel song and i came across piano man and piano man is a song where billy joel plays uh, his piano and a harmonica together that's the first time i had ever seen someone play two instruments now i didn't have a piano to take and i couldn't take one to college nor did i have a guitar but i thought guitar is an easier option i borrowed a guitar from a friend of mine and i had a harmonica and uh, to my surprise i didn't have the time to really practice but i went and purchased the instrument the next day 7 am i had to go and uh, perform it in class and uh, at around 6 o'clock when i was just getting ready i was like okay you know what let's just take a print out of the song and uh, let's just uh, try it out you know if uh, nothing happens i won't play the harmonica but to my surprise the first time i actually tried it and played it it was in front of my uh, class in fyba and i figured that i could play two instruments at the same time now because this was something absolutely new i came home and uh, i kept playing two instruments over and over again and uh, of course it would annoy people at home and if you overdo something so my mom she just just you know uh playfully she was like hey your legs also free i was like uh, yeah that's a great idea so i took my little brother's uh, toy tambourine you know the ones they have for babies um so i took one of that and um, i put it on my leg and i showed mom said mom yeah that's true my legs were free i put on an instrument it worked she said yeah the other ones also free i mean this is just just for fun right you know but uh, i took it a little too far little seriously i took a camlin sorry not a camlin um yeah the the compass box which we all used in school the geometry box and i made that my bass drum so now i had a uh, harmonica i had a guitar or an ukulele whichever i wanted and uh, two instruments in my leg so that's how i actually figured that my body is able to play multiple instruments however that wasn't uh, i did not lead that idea onto the one man band i was just playing four instruments five instruments and i was happy but uh, the one man band came uh, in a later stage and me being able to 
play multiple instruments and my body being able to understand that it can multiple threads kind of gave gave me a little uh, confidence when the idea of the one man band came later on so it's kind of fun origin story where you know your mom said like hey your legs are also free so that's how you started like okay you know i'll use my legs to also you know play something and that's that's a really yeah. inspiring funny kind of a story so yeah. uh, uh, you know it's like i've heard this thing a lot that musicians are born musicians you know people don't really what what they learn is what's inside them so do you agree to the statement mm-hmm. where you know like ha huh, like you know a, a person is born to play guitar or is it just a you know dedication and skill that they put in i asked this question to all my musician friends and i get really different answers so i want to know from your side <laughs> is it just god gifted not in just terms of like you uh you can be said that you are universally gifted because you know it's kind of very supernatural but in terms of musician who can play just a couple of mu- instruments what do you think is it uh, god gifted or is it completely talent based i think i would like to look at it both ways because there are things which i can't do and some people can do very easily for example i can't swim uh, and some people just say that hey swimming is nothing you just got to keep your body like this and you automatically float so that is the answer i give uh, to someone who asks me about music for me it is like that it's like i just keep my hand i understand the sound i know that i have to just match it to the other sound and wo baj jata hai so that's how it goes so uh, for me yes it is completely god gifted and i take absolutely no credit yes i have worked hard on it uh basically it's it's the same saying which goes you know um art is such a field the more you play uh you just get better at it you don't exhaust it you get better at it so the more time you spend with it you figure out a lot more things than you already know as it goes like you know practice makes man perfect it's the same thing over mm. here as well i have i have heard it uh, i have read it in fact that uh, when you were a child you had a condition called as ephyral effusion so it is related to lungs and i think you right. play harmonica you sing as well and then uh, you do a couple of things so how did you like get over it because i read a bit about it and i was like hey, how did he come over it i did understand but i would like to know more for my audience as well absolutely so i was in college and i was affected by this illness it's called pleural effusion and it's a lung disease what happens is i mean there are different ways uh, people get it but i uh, to uh, when doctors do the research right they try to figure out uh, how you get into a certain disease so through that uh, we found out that it's mostly because of uh, passive smoke uh, or second hand smoke uh, which which was in my surroundings and uh, i got affected because of that and um, i figured uh, so 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 i'm actually i was actually phobic to the doctors i i, I can't say was i kind of am even now not like i like to talk about it a lot but it is just a thing i'm trying to overcome but uh, so because of that i never really visited a doctor and when uh, we did go to the doctor and when they did the research you know they figured that it was because of passive smoking or second hand smoke and um, what basically happens is uh, uh, the smoke kind of enters your mouth through the uh and goes to your body through the lungs and 
basically the process is very simple the smoke gets stuck through your throat and uh, it becomes like a semi liquid thing and that semi liquid it stays on over there and that exactly forms into that tar which we see on a cigarette packet that's how people get affected because of tuberculosis now i happen to fall into this category where pleural effusion is one of the precursors so just before you actually hit tuberculosis you uh, deal with this illness and i was at that stage when we went and uh, got myself diagnosed and uh, it i did not uh, i should have gone to the doctors earlier but you know i was like okay it's just regular uh, cough and cold and stuff like that so basically what used to happen is whatever i ate if i ate like for example if i ate one morsel of rice i don't know from where the hell i would be vomiting like three times more and i really couldn't figure it you know uh, it happened for like months together months together almost a year and every time uh, every day it just got worse so the more i uh, thought i was probably going to heal the it only got worse because i couldn't get it checked and stuff so i used to vomit uh, i used to start going breathless and eventually uh, before my treatment i was literally just breathing one long breath in say 6 to 7 seconds i'd go like oh hold it you know gain some energy release and then you know i used to take like very conscious efforts to breathe so i didn't really know if uh you know if i didn't take a conscious effort would i be able to live like the next minute it was horrible so it was not only horrible for me but even for my family my friends whoever was around me uh, they had to kind of take care of me and stuff like that so the doctors when um they treated me they treated me um and uh, they removed they extracted about half a liter of these uh, fluids which was stuck in my lungs and because these fluids were stuck in my lungs i lost about 60% uh, of my lungs so one side of my lung was completely uh, damaged and the other part 40% was remaining so it it was horrible really horrible uh, but yeah the doctors also told me that you know because of such a severe uh, because of such a severe attack uh, your lungs are really weak and you really have to work a lot uh, on your breathing capabilities and you know you need to have a diet this and that so i was like all right all right but what shattered me the most is that just to give a premise uh, he was like you know you play music so even if you have to blow into a flute that's going to be really tough for you so i was like woof all my dreams all my hopes all the things i had in my mind that i'll grow up and do this and that everything came crashing down and i did not know what was left for me you know i was i was just crushed but i did not give up i was like okay you know what i will do it i'll do what they say and i will not only just get my lungs better but i will play these instruments make sure that i get back on my feet and get back to a normal life and i want to grow up to 
you know they say that once you uh, go low there's only so much you can go after this you got to get back up and it, you're just going to get stronger and better and that was uh, you know my thing i did not want to succumb to my injuries i was like no boss i got to pick myself up and get going so i dealt with this entire thing uh, over like 2 years uh, i lost a lot of my friends i lo- lost a lot of my contacts i lost uh, a lot of things basically but i knew one thing that you know if there is a situation in your life it's not how you deal with the situation uh, i mean it's it's not how you deal with it at that time but you deal with it after it so yeah i just trusted god i was like you know what i think there should be a purpose behind this i don't know what the purpose is but reveal that to me and show me what uh, i have for the rest of my life so yeah trusted god and i never really gave up on my uh passion which is music and instead of just never giving up i was like boss i'll take the flute first and i'll start playing <laughs> just because the doctor said this could be you know very difficult i took the harmonica i learned my own uh, way of uh, breathing in and out cuz yeah i was kind of breathing with only 40% of lungs so regular breathing was already a task uske upar i was like boss now to i have to take the harmonica and play it so right. yeah so so were your parents like oh, worried when you were like no i'll be a rebel and i'll just go against all the laws and i will you know conquer this thing i will make myself you know the best so were they like kind of afraid of this like you know because doctor told that you know you won't be able to and just with the 40% i'm not really sure you know how parents would have taken it what were your parents saying like of course they would have been proud of you while you were playing instruments and everything and when this thing uh, came up what was the reaction and how did they react to like no i'm going to play flute yeah so uh, so i don't think they saw me as a rebel at that time i think the rebel was in my head because i had to be a rebel to life uh, and i i didn't have the energy to uh, showcase that outside because uh before being a rebel you got to be strong yourself and uh, they were always motivating me okay okay you know they, they would really take care of me like uh, there was a very harsh diet i had to go through and um, a lot of breathing exercise uh, physical stuff which i had to go through so my parents were very 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 supportive like uh, how a personal gym trainer would be to someone who goes to the gym my parents were like hardcore even my brothers and even all my close friends um and when i started playing these musical instruments they kind of knew that you know yeah this guy will i mean what else i mean there was nothing else i could do also <laughs> and i wouldn't do it because my passion was really strong so yeah they would kind of uh, be very worried at times when i would go overboard by just playing on and on and on but um yeah they were always with me and i'm really thankful to them for that that's that's really sweet so i think every yeah. musician out there uh, kind of gives credit to their parents as well because in the society where you know most of the people are like hey what do you do like i play guitar so ha huh, yeah but what do you do for living this is the question that yeah. they ask usually or beat any kind of art like you know beat music or be it painting or whatever it is so in the society where people don't really consider art as a career option and just like passion or hobby uh parents who were supportive uh, 
uh, in spite of such complications are is a part of you know being really lucky over here and i think that's what made you and that's what gave us the one man band so uh, from all my team i would like to thank your parents for being so supportive uh, because you know when i told my mom like you know uh, there's this guy a friend of mine gladson he plays uh, around 13 instruments at the same time she's like uh, at the same time as in what she couldn't fathom the fact okay ki uh, a person can yeah. play around 13 instruments at the same time so she asked like do you mean like he plays 13 instruments i'm like yeah no do you mean he plays 13 instruments differently i'm like no he plays almost 13 instruments at the same time so that's that's the kind of thing where you know it becomes very impossible for people to kind of uh, believe the fact so uh, when yeah. people see you performing on stage or anywhere else what's the reaction that you've seen because i am not sure like when people are just like dropping their jaws in a performing how do you focus on that so uh, like would you like to tell something about it 100% uh through my first actually now it's more like i do concentrate on what i do but when i started off even i was amused as to how people are going to react you know so uh i have literally seen people uh, pinch themselves and you know try to <laughs> check if they are actually in a real world witnessing something like this but uh, yeah that was fun to watch i mean i think for them it was fun to watch me for me it was fun to watch them <laughs> <laughs> right obviously i mean you know listening to the fact itself like you know you can play so many instruments at the same time it becomes a little unbelievable so uh, why yeah. you know you're playing all these things and you're quite energetic as well how do you manage the entire body weight plus the instruments weight on you because you know you look very small in front of the instruments that are on you so uh, that, yeah. did that require extra practice or you know it just like you it became a body part and you just start you know behaving as if nothing yeah this is just a part of me yeah so i think apart from the fact that it was heavy uh you have coined the right words for me for my answer which is it became a part of my body you know uh i really embraced it now here's the thing uh if it was a store bought instrument right i i have so many store bought instruments and i don't think i embrace them as much as this this is hand built you know and it is exactly customized to my taste my liking forget only the liking and taste it is customized to how my body functions like how my right hand functions how my left hand functions my right leg and my right left leg uh, so it actually started to become a part of me now i did not really have a lot of time in practicing the reason being it's really heavy the first instrument uh, first set of instruments i built weighed 25 kgs and just for a reference 25 kgs is 10 kgs extra than your regular gas cylinder so <laughs> if if anyone's listening to this and they you know easily lift a gas cylinder okay kudos to them but if you struggle listening uh, lifting a gas cylinder you know you got to add 10 more kgs and this i'm not talking to people who go to the gym and you know they are like are kuch nahi hai this i'm talking in perspective of a regular person like you and me uh, mm-hmm. who doesn't hit the gym all the time also let me bring down the level a little more a regular person already lifting a gas cylinder and here i am already uh, i've already lost so much of my lungs and with the next 40% i'm carrying 25 kgs second uh, kit i hoped it was it would be a little 
बेटर एंड लाइटर बट अनफॉर्चुनेटली आई थिंक आई मिस कैलकुलेटेड बट माई एंड प्रोडक्ट वॉज अबाउट ट्वेंटी सेवन के जीज एंड देन दर्ड किट विच आई मेड इज रफ ड्राई वेट बाई ड्राई एंड वेट वेट आई मीन विद द गैजेट्स एंड विदाउट द गैजेट्स द ड्राई वेट इज अबाउट फिफ्टीन टू सिक्सटीन के जीज एंड विद ऑल द गैजेट्स विच आई करंटली यूज टू मेक द साउंड अलॉट बेटर एंड प्रोफेशनल लाइक अ प्रोडक्शन क्वालिटी all of this comes to around 22 kg uh, so yes i don't get a lot of time to practice uh, because even if i have to practice i it's going to be like a full workout and plus uh, i am not at the stage of a one man band where i can just put it on myself uh, without anyone's help so i require like one or two people always with me most of the time it's my brothers because like we they are always here and they are always there when i have to uh, record or like you know practice and stuff like that uh, but yes um, my brain concentrates more on the individual individual instruments um i have seen times where um, you know just because i love the music so much i just keep on and on and on and on and i played for a long time without realizing that my body is getting stressed out and then raat ko when i go to bed i have like a sore body uh that happens that happens but it all depends on the mood the situation how it goes right so you know people uh, see you perform people appreciate you but not everybody knows you know what goes behind the practice and how difficult it might be for you to you know yeah just not perform on stage but also to get on the stage and you know to carry everything so just a fun question like how do you carry all your instruments at the same time like there's so many things and you have to be so careful like the traveling yeah. it's a bit difficult for you like you know if i am carrying so many instruments i'm going to be like okay you know usually what we do is you know phone wallet keys this is what we check but how do you like yeah. keep check of all the 13 instruments at the same time and see like okay nothing stays undamaged yeah so um i have i have a checklist Uh, a checklist of musical instruments a checklist of other accessories also uh, like if we drive or ride a bike you know we always have like that first uh, uh, what is that uh, uh, first aid kit and also a tool kit so just like that i have a first aid kit not not the actual first aid kit which we use but a first aid kit for the uh, for my instruments and a tool kit itself so there's a huge checklist and uh, when i assemble all the instruments together they are intact there are number of screws and a lot of straps which are on which mm. will hold all the instruments together but when they are uh, disassembled yes i need to go to the checklist and check if everything is fine okay that's that's kind of technical and also it's very uh, you know i don't know might be requiring a lot of focus for all these things but of course yeah, i mean as you said yes. we take care of our body parts right i mean we see yeah. okay is this finger fine is this finger fine all the fingers are fine so i think that's that's how it yeah. is for you <laughs> yeah yeah regular maintenance is a part of uh, my thing so right. uh, it, it's it's like i signed up to play musical instruments now i'm taking uh, spanners and bolts <laughs> and trying to you know hold everything up but it's fun i love this thing oh my god so much fun yeah right. <laughs> 
so to talk about you know as i was speaking earlier about india and music uh what do you think about like what's the future of it because you know unfortunately now the pandemic uh, is there and everything but before that we were just seeing rise of a lot of music events and everything so as a musician what do you think like you know where are we as society heading towards the music concerts and everything because i feel even music can be a full fledged uh, profession if someone is really focused and passionate about it so yeah. is, like i'm sure like you might have uh, heard the thing that i've said earlier like you know what else do you do like what is the thing you do for a living and everything so what's your entire yeah. take on this and also like i would like to know like the kind of uh, perception of audience that comes in who want to come for free shows and everything so as a musician yeah. who's talking to like the audience what would you say uh so for a musician for the first part of the question the musician part i think uh, you know i so so instead of complaining ke uh you know we are not getting paid and stuff like that because i was in that shoe once upon a time uh what i realized is i really needed to study what has to be done to get into the zone where you know uh you feel safe uh, of course it's not 100% safe and nor is a job 100% safe but in terms of music like people always say that are it's not stable it's uh, you know art is not a stable field and stuff like that so here's the thing what i realized is if you give 8 hours in a job right you should give 8 hours in uh, this also you know this is something which is going to feed you uh, uh, and and give your daily bread and butter and if you are willing to sign up for a job and do the same thing why shouldn't you do the same thing for music if you practice if you are up on your skills that is one part i think what we as musicians do not know uh, and we need more awareness is a marketing strategy now here's the thing about marketing strategy because people have figured that musicians don't know how to market themselves that is why we have a lot of social media companies which are making money on half the job of an artist they of course in one perspective they say that hum log ye kaam karenge ki we will bring you out you just concentrate on the music yes that is one way to look at it but if you really want to be like a one man army if you want to kill it yourself it is not impossible what you need to learn is a little on the other side which is the marketing bit so you keep up your skills keep your practice day in and day out and at the same time um learn a little bit of marketing and i think that should definitely sort you out in terms of uh, you know being able to survive in a field like this and uh, yeah uh, and for an audience um i think we really need to start uh, giving a little more respect to artists in general not only musicians but uh, what we have started to Uh, learn in this pandemic is like for example i i do chill on an app called clubhouse uh, a lot uh, and it's like every room you enter into it's like are here's a musician are he's a singer are kuch gaiye na and uh, here's the thing i have musician friends who say ki are nahi yaar i'm doing this for free on clubhouse it's mere se nahi jamega and then there are other people who are taking that as an opportunity and making a big name out of it now i think 
uh i would say it all depends on the way you coin your words and the way you market yourself on a free platform because it may look free and cheap in one way but if you are an opportunist you would know how to use your words and take anything to your benefit that's something i have really realized but as audience we need to kind of uh you know stop uh ourselves from just listening to artists free it's okay it's you can take it as a trial like you know are ha ha i heard him now maybe next time i would want to pay some money and you know sit for a show so yeah these this would be my perspective on both for musicians and for audience absolutely so i think uh, audience paying plays a very important role uh, in the music scene altogether like if nobody yeah. goes to the events and pays anything or doesn't even go for an event or just go for free event and everything so i don't think the musician gets anything uh, or he gets a very small amount and then you know there is this motivation thing that comes like you know i have to earn money but i am not getting much from the music so i've seen a lot of people lot of musicians who have stopped playing music because there was not much income from it although you know the the yeah. passion part the motivation part is a very different thing but you know we live in a society as i said where we need to earn money and uh, we there are people who have multiple sources of income and we have to be yeah. out there so th- yeah. i think the message to audience over here is that instead of like you know going to like of course go to the concerts of really international artists and everything but also make sure that you visit shows of underground musicians or musicians who are doing really well because you know you are yeah. the people who would make them reach the international level so this is what i've told all my friends and i would be with this yeah. podcast also i'll be telling them like you know how a musician feels and how important it is yes so talking about something called as cringe music okay uh, so that's when <laughs> you can uh, ignore this question if you want i'm just going to go ahead with this and if you don't want to answer then it's fine because it can be a bit controversial or something like that okay no problem yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. ask so talking yeah So talking about cringe music okay there are musicians who i don't know if people if if i say in people's word make really cringe music or make music that is not at all good uh, let's say like dhinchak puja or something like that so what's your opinion on this because you know there are musicians who who like practice day and night who do riyas in the early in the morning and everything and uh, still are not able to reach the kind of uh you know audience but then some expected person comes and just drops a track which is maybe not good as theirs or if i can be honest is not really good and gets around million mm. views and 5 million views and something like that how do you like uh, feel about it and what is thing what is the thing that the musician should be doing i uh for me personally i really ignore it i, I for me cringe is cringe and uh, <laughs> i don't really give two shits about what's happening uh it kind of does hurt i mean you know there is a point of time when you actually don't have any money in your bank and that time you will actually feel it ke are yaar what the hell is dinchak puja doing and i mean why why is she getting it and what's uh, what's with we not getting it but uh, yeah i mean you can't help it i think they're doing it because uh, they want that fame or i don't know what what they want but yeah <laughs> i personally ignore it right i just I think, go with what i want to do i think uh, the audience like uh, i don't know it's a sad part i guess where audience want to like share music out of fun like haha look at this instead of like wow look at this 
and uh, yeah. i think it's a it's, it's people psychologically like ha ha why is he laughing let's just check it out that's how it goes <laughs> and it's kind of sad like we're discussing that why aren't people uh, you know giving acknowledgement to real artists and why music that is not so serious is getting so much of attention but yeah i mean part and parcel of uh, you know this scene this space uh, because now that i see the cringe musician who was there 3 years ago is not there now the musician who yeah. was seriously doing work is is there and is thriving so i think that's uh, all about the trend if it goes it goes but the class stays yeah. i feel right <clears throat> true true so uh, i'm sure like you must be connected to a lot of musicians so how did the pandemic like affect people uh, you know mentally when i say people means musicians because uh, mm-hmm. as i said like you know there are there are my friends who were just like doing uh, one source of income through music and then it stopped and it was really heartbreaking to mm. see that so now is there something like you know you would tell a story about it where you know how people got or mentally and if if you can tell me about yourself because there was no show happening right it was so sad there was no show yeah. happening nothing was happening so it might have kind of been a bit dark for everybody so yeah. uh, is there something that you learned from the pandemic in terms of music it can be even being strong and not giving up whatever yeah so i think uh, there's a very important uh, thing as a musician i have learned which is to learn to have multiple streams of income and not only depend on shows and whatever you do as a musician uh i always wondered why celebrities um you know open like a hotel line or like a school or like a hospital cuz even if, even if they have no connection with it you know i figured that it's uh, a little wise uh, way to do it and a lot of entrepreneurs always recommend that you have different streams of income and uh, i was like why not give it a shot so i did my research and here's the thing i always uh, not only tell musicians and artists uh, but also try to help them because i am doing it uh, is try to depend on a passive source of income which is uh which you might need to work a little bit and then it keeps on and on and on all you need to do is just uh probably uh you know uh maintain it a little bit here and there one of the things is affiliate marketing i do a lot of affiliate marketing so when i post videos and stuff like that i have affiliate links and when people click on them i get a little kickback from them apart from uh, affiliate marketing uh, you can self sell stuff online all these things don't really require a lot of your time it barely requires like 30 minutes in your entire day uh apart from that i know the most conventional way of uh, doing things is you know teach music now here's the thing about teaching music i personally have been teaching for the last 10 years and uh, now as a one man band uh, i realize that i have a lot of things on my plate and teaching music i have kind of stopped reducing reduced uh when it comes to personal lessons why because if i spend that entire hour it's not about i don't like teaching or i don't want to it's just that i think that that hour uh instead of um, uh, you know making 100 bucks on that just an example that's um instead of making 100 bucks if i spend that hour setting up something for a passive stream uh, i might not get that same 100 bucks uh maybe for the next one month 
but slowly as i just keep at it right maybe when it starts coming it won't be a 100 that hour or half an hour from that can pay me a lot more than a thousand few thousands and this i have learned because just doing a lot of research apart from music i know a lot of musicians who just uh, take the money they earn from music because yeah music when it pays it pays well and uh, a lot of that uh, money goes into things like drugs and mm. uh, things which really just i mean yeah i i think uh, musicians will argue with me for that uh, but i i don't really mind what i mean to say is put it on something which is positive instead of uh, you know killing yourself or it might give you like a sasta nasha like they say but mm. what if you could rather put it into something which will give you a long lasting happiness you know maybe that money you invest into something uh, will help you buy a house instead of suddenly being homeless and be like are mai music bajata tha abhi usme koi paisa hi nahi hai and it's just all gone rather if 10000 you get uh, for a show put 1000 rupees into a small investment you know so i've learned that uh, these passive streams of income are very essential very 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 essential for a musician or an artist uh, and uh, through the pandemic i didn't really face so much of a problem one is because i was doing this uh, for the i have been doing this for the past 3 to 4 years uh when i was away and i lived in china i had a lot of time i learned a lot of new skills i invest myself in a lot of new skills apart from music and uh, apart from skills i learned all of these things i started doing it from then and uh, yes uh, i mean uh, i have to also give due credit to my own music school uh yeah i set that up also uh, as a business uh you know i teach music and not personally i run a school so i if i make 100 bucks i can also make more money by having more teachers and stuff like that but yeah you got to give it time you got to give the training you got to do the right thing uh but yeah i think my one word of advice uh, to put it all in a small one sentence would be learn to have different sources of income and it should definitely sort you out i mean yes not only for musician but but for a- everyone who's listening to this absolutely because you know that's what entrepreneurs do as you said that everybody has like multiple sources of income because if this yeah. doesn't work out that works out if that doesn't work or something else works out and that's a smart right. option <clears throat> because you know even i sometimes feel that you know instead of uh, putting money into the sastana shah you said it's you know each of its own like you know someone wants to spend money in that okay sure but you know instead of instead of like spending a lot onto that maybe spend, save yeah. some money do some investment because you know investment gives you returns not today not tomorrow yes. but after tomorrow i think that's what yes. uh, that's what survived you in the pandemic because you played smart so uh, yeah. artists should also be smart as economically smart is what you know i've always believed and you are a prime example of that Where, you know you just like just don't focus on music but also focus on the economics part and that is the smart yeah. game which i think everybody should you know be understanding so uh glatson if tell me one thing if you weren't a musician what else would you be like let's assume in a parallel world where you are so what do you think you would be if not a musician 
two things one is a pastor just like my dad now why i'm not so religious but i love praying for people i love helping people and that's something i have seen in my father uh cuz he is one and uh, giving back to society is something uh which i absolutely love and uh, in another parallel world i probably would be a dirt bike racer <laughs> um yeah i i still i i mean i wish i had the energy to do everything i could do on my bicycle but i think my lungs hit me hard but i'm still going to do it i will <laughs> work my way up and i will do that part both the things uh these are things i would be doing if i wasn't doing music but uh, i'm 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 pretty stubborn that and i know that uh, once i sort this whole uh, music thing out for me you know parallelly i'm going to get into my other dreams as well that's nice so i think let's in yeah. think about you that you know what people could learn from you is to uh, do as many things as you can uh, not give up on whatever you want to do just you know be smart and get it done so for people you know who are stuck with one thing or people who are not able to do uh, you know things what they want to do what is that one thing that you would tell them because you know i feel uh, we are fortunate enough that we can motivate ourselves but there are people who are like really sad about things not just music but somebody wants to yeah. dance and he he or she cannot somebody wants to go on a lot of adventure but he or she cannot so what is that one thing that you would like to tell people like you know do everything that you want or something like that uh for someone who is really young uh i would say take the benefit of age and try a lot of things you will kind of figure out what you don't want to do so once you don't know what you don't want to do uh you will be able to get a clear idea of what you want to do um and once you figure out what you want to do it depends on your level of perseverance cuz yes being uh, i mean just jumping into music wasn't the easiest thing and i have been told go get a job uh keep music as your passion i'm and i'm telling even uh, this happened even after i became a one man band so it's not like uh, i could fight something big and uh, for me i've i've seen myself on news and everything and yes it is big but i have still been told like you get a job it it should definitely sort you out and stuff like that but it's all about the perseverance um it'll all pay off one day but till then you got to keep uh feeding herself uh, a lot of positive positivity i used to watch a lot of ted talks until i got on ted, ted shows <laughs> uh once i got on ted shows i was like okay the bar is already set now what should i do uh i started talking to a lot of people um and i learned from their lives from their mistakes so one word of advice is you know just try to stick on to positivity a lot of things also depend on um your the, the people you hang out with uh, it really 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 impacts if you really hang out with people who just chill you'll be another person who's chilling and if you might uh, uh, be a little unfit over there if you start realizing that are you know what i don't want to just chill i want to do something more and for that you got to change your company uh, hang out with people who you know are a little more ambitious stuff like that depends if you want to appreciate uh, music or be the guy who uh, makes music and the world will appreciate choose your side 
okay that's that's some really good of advice made me think like you know i kind of lost that year in the conversation and i was just thinking what you were saying like okay uh, this <laughs> makes sense you know i can just tell it to somebody who needs it so that yeah. is something which you know is going to go in the reels for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah i always ask myself do i want to spend time just listening to music i mean uh, no offense i love to listen to music i am taking in a lot but uh, where is the doing part of it if i don't do it then uh, just by knowing a lot of music and everything is not going to help me it's not going to pay my bills and if i if it has to feed my passion my my dream of performing at the super bowl you know mm-hmm. i hope you know I, i you know it's 2021 august 18th as we record and uh, i don't know when i will get to play at the half time of the super bowl but it is my dream and whenever that happens i'm going to come back to virat you and i'm going to tell bro ho gaya dude i sneezed okay so i don't know you believe this or not <laughs> this is this might okay. come true okay so i i don't really like uh, blindly believe it but uh, this is a timing uh-huh. that i would really trust that you were saying it and i sneezed wow. so <laughs> this let's just i'll wait for the day when you come back and tell like you know virat you, re- you remember that show i'm here now i will like yes. okay awesome bro congrats <laughs> yes yes <laughs> amazing so uh gladson thank you so much for coming to the virat show this was like an amazing informative session that we had which where we you know spoke about music we spoke about economics we spoke about life as well so thank you so much for adding so much value to my podcast and it was great talking to you thank you so much virat for having me on the show and good luck with all the sh- uh, all the episodes that you're coming out with i have been following your work from before the show before you got verified and <laughs> before you got the degree and uh, i'm so 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 proud to call you my friend i you will so always much, be rooting for you, rooting for you and uh, here's the thing about uh, you what i really appreciate which is you bring out uh, all of this information in the public forum i recently got in touch with my old school friend who is now a lawyer and he's like gladson i want you to grow and there's a lot of things that a lot of people don't know uh, and should be checking in with a lawyer and hmm. right now i am in ch- check with a lawyer yes. and you know so you i really uh, think are like the lighthouse to a lot of not only musicians or artists in general but a beacon of light to a lot of people and i really want to wish you all the best um it doesn't matter if this is on record or off record <laughs> on the podcast but uh, personally i just want to congratulate you for everything and yeah and and to everyone who's listening um you may think that we are two small people talking here but 5 years down the line you'll know how big this has been so go and follow virat uh, <laughs> and each of the people who he's going to introduce it's going to be really really amazing and i'm really looking forward this is where they say that uh, you know underrated artist pehla koi you know even pratik kuhad was just playing to his friends once upon a time and right. now he's playing to the friends all around the world and right. he can't check your dm sorry so <laughs> before we all get there <laughs> follow us right away super Don't forget thank to you follow so gladson you can find him on one man band india and he's like doing amazing stuff over there as well his instagram is filled with really amazing music so you know that's one thing everybody should follow <laughs> thank thanks you so much that. for your kind thank words you. gladson thanks a lot absolutely thank you